0: oh am i going this is on this is mac arthur and i'm shane's friend and noelle's friend and this is the freaky geeks podcast on the mac arthur comedy podcast network
1: (laughs) hi i'm noelle cummings and i'm a giant douchebag named shane smith oh
0: (laughs) welcome to freaky geeks podcast everybody we're hanging out today uh we just barely got done with apparently what will be the Shane episode <laughs> you motherfucker
1: <laughs> we got him we got him we got him it was a surprise uh, i made him watch all of the crow and he took notes and thought we were gonna make fun of the crow today but it was a ruse <laughs> it was over
0: oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I really, <laughs> really thought we were going to talk about The Crow. It's I have so many notes.
1: The best part about this is that the only one surprised at this is you. Everyone yeah. else listening who's like on the podcast group page knew about this because I, I blocked you.
0: I should have known because I literally remember like you were just like, oh, I've seen it before. And I was like, this is kind of lame. She's being a little unprofessional, maybe. <laughs> like She's left during the movie. And I was like, <laughs> Noelle doesn't seem to give a fuck about this. I was like, either she knows The Crow, so well Well, you're just completely checked out you couldn't be bothered for that (laughs) part you're like I'm not gonna suffer in order to keep up the ruse but Shane definitely (laughs) can
1: well I was like um, Erica texted me in the middle of the day and was like "Uh, Shane's hoping that you do the Shane episode because he's so tired he doesn't want to watch the crow and I was like well now we all have to now we all have to now we're gonna bring Tyler's ass over I'm gonna come over good thing Mac was here and we all just sat around watched the fucking crow (sighs) as you took notes and then I got a chocolate craving so bad in the middle of it. I was like, I can't. I, I don't even care. I'm going to leave right now <laughs> to go get some chocolate. So, oh. yeah. All right. You got got. Mm. <laughs> Still keep those embarrassing photos coming, though.
0: Uh, you know what photos wouldn't be embarrassing, though? What? Any photo of a tattoo you got at Black Salt Tattoo.
2: Yeah!
0: <laughs> 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 oh. oh, my God. <laughs> You're gonna, you're gonna be in airhorn jail soon. Do you understand? <laughs> Where you're not allowed. No such thing.
1: There's no such thing. <laughs> there is
0: airhorn jail. is real, and you will go there. No. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, go there. Will and Casey. South Main Street. It's great. I love the best. them. I'm getting tattooed on May the fourth.
1: May the fourth to be with you.
0: Yeah. I'm getting a dope ass pentagram on my fucking knee. Hell yeah. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. It's gonna be cool. I'm so excited. Anyway. We love them so much. They're so talented. We have a few friends and listeners who've gotten tattoos. In fact, if you're a listener and you've gotten tattooed at Black Salt, please post your photo of your tattoo in the group so we can all tell you how cool you are. Yeah. We should just start
1: a thread. I'll start it with my tattoos by Casey.
0: That's awesome. And I will be adding to it in the next two weeks. Hell yeah. Awesome. That's a really good idea. Yeah, let's do it. That's fucking cool. And also, if you just have a really cool tattoo, post it in the group. I guess. But anyway... I mean post <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker airhorn jail. You're in airhorn jail no, now. No. Yeah, and in air... <laughs> yeah, fuck oh you. Fuck you.
2: This week,
0: this week we are going to be in um I forgot. I almost <laughs> No, no, no. I almost said Wyoming and then I triggered myself. I was like, "No, not more Wyoming. <laughs> not more oh Wyoming. God. Please God, anything but that." Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, this week we're going to be at FitCon, the 21st and the 22nd. Cash Us hanging out by the pro wrestlers, mm-hmm. watching the MMA, mm-hmm. bodybuilders, mm-hmm. fucking weightlifters. American
1: Ninja Warrior. American
0: Ninja Warrior.
1: They have such a comprehensive schedule. It's impressive. Yeah, and
0: they have a lot of cool stuff. Like we are li- we at first we're just like, oh FitCon, it's a convention. We'll make fun of fitness people. Yeah. At this point we we're like, this might be one of the best conventions we go yeah, to. Yeah,
1: surprisingly. I mean, no offense. Not trying to shit on you already, FitCon, but it looks pretty fucking dope.
0: Yeah, you guys, you um when you think of it in your mind and you're a person who goes to like Comic Con and and horror conventions you're and porn like... conventions, <laughs> you're like, What are you gonna do to compete FitCon? Well, apparently a lot.
1: Yeah. I just thought it would be a bunch of booths trying to sell me on protein shakes and fucking... CrossFit. Dude,
0: we're going to get so many protein shakers. Give me all your extra stuff.
1: Okay. I probably can't have it. I think most of it is not vegan. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, And also, for that episode, uh, Noel will be working out with me in the next T-minus <sighs> two days. You will be so tired. It. It's going to be great. Um, mm-hmm, sure. Also, I pole danced everyone. I was fucking amazing. You know,
1: the biggest comment I got about that was um, from multiple people of all um, genders were like, why didn't you take more videos? Everyone (laughs) was so upset because there were really only two videos of you pole dancing on my Snapchat and um, people freaked out. They were like, why? I need to see more. Yeah. And then, of course, everyone loved that video of me dying and then you like photo bombing it you know? <laughs> and then i slowed it down and just made yeah, it I, fucking beautiful it was good it was I really memed good it. i fucking memed it it was tight
0: <laughs> all right um let's see also for those of you who are interested in seeing some awesome pole dancing we will be at onyx for a show to watch a bunch of people pole dance is there gonna be hoop there no, no. hoop just only pole dancing, pole dancing. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So it's at Onyx, uh, which is... Uh, what's say it? the address... Motherfucker, she doesn't know the anyway. (laughs) It's an onyx here in Salt Lake City. This is just kind of a random shout out. We're gonna be there Friday the 21st at 8 p.m. Uh, 8 p.m. is the doors. We'll probably be there a little late, yeah. We'll see how that happens. Um, anyway, we're really excited Friday the 21st. Ten dollars. Come watch some pole dancing and say hi to us if you're around.
1: And Shane's wife will be pole dancing, exactly. She'll be there. Everyone who like secretly masturbates to her can come,
0: and there are a few of you. (laughs) <laughs> women and men
1: Yeah Shane just got a little triggered and choked up for a second
0: <laughs> It's not that I don't want <laughs> <laughs> It's not that I don't want people Masturbating to my wife It's just that I don't want all of you to masturbate to my wife No 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 it's fine You can masturbate to whoever you want to Just don't tell me about it <laughs> <laughs> Okay so
1: I fucking love this stupid thing <laughs> <laughs> oh You were in airhorn jail <laughs> Fuck you Um
0: so <laughs> everyone we are doing another live show but we're not doing a normal live show we're just involved in someone else's show we're going to be doing dungeons and comedy and by we i mean noel and i will be doing dungeons and comedy thursday april 27th at the beehive social club which is on 666 south state street Ugh, yeah
1: it's a uh, mark of the bistro during the day and beehive social club at night
0: yeah mark of the bistro is a way better name straight up right yeah
1: it's like a rest it's a, gonna be a vegan restaurant
0: yeah there's a mini ramp there Satan hangs out there it's cool uh, that'll be five dollars come watch Noel and I play Dungeons and dragons and be Hell funny yeah. um, I will do a little bit of stand-up I'm actually thinking about trying to do a like weird performance piece that Noel is involved Fuck in no or a QA Noel and I will just do a QA or I'll something leave. We'll see. It's going to be fun.
1: Please. I don't, If I have to do anything that is other than me being there and playing the game, I will pull Kanye.
0: No, you're going to be there. Noelle's I'll walk be out thing. in the middle of the show. If you guys show up, and I hope you do, Noelle will be doing things. It'll be great. It'll will be not super cool. will not have the air horn with her.
1: <laughs> I will. No, you will it'll not. It'll be super cool. Um, I don't... You know, the unfortunate thing is that not a lot of people that listen to us have been able to see um, you in particular either dm or play in dungeons and comedy and i've gone to see both times and it is fucking hilarious i'm not just saying that because i prefer insulting you it's mm-hmm. honestly hilarious
0: yeah and even if you
1: don't get dungeons and comedy it's really funny
0: and also um because of this episode we'll be doing our dungeons and dragons episode really soon yes so come support us the better you make it the better our episode will be and our experience we'd love to see you there um, also, uh, Noelle has nothing going on because she's trapped in school. Get Noelle out of school 2K17. It's
1: happening. Let's get it trending. It's happening. It's right. happening, you guys. I'm almost done, and then I'll be free. I'm a, I'm a free person yeah. after that. Yeah,
0: and then we have plans As we have said before of making the podcast a bigger priority and putting out more content and doing more things like episodes where we have to read about serial killers Mm -hmm. and torture Mm -hmm. and more anime and TV shows Mm -hmm. and all the greatest stuff.
1: We're just going to go balls deep in it
0: also we have some more uh, conventions we're trying to go to which includes some BDSM things Mm -hmm. which includes some drag queen things Mm -hmm. which includes also interviewing porn stars and other cool stuff so we've got shit in the pipeline y'all uh, anyway, that's our intro. I've been trying to avoid letting you guys listen to me this whole time. <laughs> what? The Shane Isode. I'm it so It had to happen. I'm, ugh. And it happened also, at the perfect I hand. don't even know it's the Shane Isode until like six minutes into the episode. And that's the best part. Uh, that's the best part. Hey, trick to you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode. If you do, it'll probably be our least downloaded episode of all time. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I think
1: it'll be the most downloaded, Not honestly. real. Your it
0: episode will. was downloaded an obscene amount of times. Yours will be. So many dudes were just listening to your episode. Yeah, they—they're jacking and off. And cheese? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's what, is that a dog eating peanut butter? No, it's full-grown men <laughs> masturbating to okay. your voice. Hard, <laughs> hard masturbating. I
1: don't know what's sexy about like this weird nasally voice I have. That's what I sound like to myself when I listen. I'm just like, does anyone even understand
0: me? Yeah, a lot of people have a fantasy of fucking Fran Drescher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck
1: you. Get ripped. Right. Oh, Where's dammit. your air
0: horn at? There it I is. I don't want
1: to air horn that. <laughs> that anti anhorn that comment.
0: All right, everyone.
1: Shane the dick. Woo! Yeah, trick to you. Shane us out.
0: <laughs> Hail Satan. Please come to Dungeons & Comedy, April 27th at the Beehive Social Club. Thank you so much for listening everyone. Hail Satan. Enjoy the episode. You have a lot of ice cream despite the fact I'm sure doctors have told you not to eat anymore. You're the chick from the Disney movie. I am. Awesome, and so you're cosplaying the pregnant version of her. So I'm here with my new friend. Eric. Eric, and you're here to bully nerds. Um, no. All right, so what's this shirt about? Is this an affliction shirt? Harry Potter. It's good to know that they make Harry Potter shirts for douchebags, too. I'm
1: Anna from Frozen. Looking
0: at you, the one thing I know that is frozen, my libido. Yeah?
1: Yeah, I had to get all those out. Those weird ticks. What? Did you just record that? Yeah. Are you keeping it? Uh,
0: I recorded something.
1: Aw. Noelle, we're here. God.
0: Damn. <laughs> 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 I hope that didn't make oh it on my there. God. If anyone was wondering, Noelle just sounds like an 80-year-old smoker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's my uh, vocal warm-up. That's how I sound this nasally. It's uh by coughing up my, my lungs.
0: Oh, my God. Did you ever smoke?
1: No. I just sound like this. This is just how I sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for you.
0: <laughs> People <laughs>
1: work really hard on this by yeah. smoking Cowboy Killers every day. And this is just how I am naturally. Yeah. So, I mean... Hire me. For Speaking
0: years. of cowboy killers, everyone in Wyoming smoked. I And they mm, smoke in bars there.
1: They smoke cigarettes and they also smoke meth, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, it was brutal. It was yeah. A lot of meth.
1: Yeah, I fucking bet. I don't if someone was like, Hey, we're gonna do a bunch of comedy shows, I wouldn't be like, Oh god, I hope it's in Wyoming.
0: No, it's so bad. And the thing about like serious cowboys who take themselves too seriously is they like they really enjoyed us. They did, but like they don't laugh. Like the best you can get. Like I made a guy smile and he was like, That's the best I've felt all year. Yeah You know, like I was like, Oh my god.
1: When you fuck your sheep that much, you don't laugh anymore. You've lost the ability.
0: You give the sheep the ability to laugh? Yeah. They take it from you. Yep. Yep. Is that the trade off?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is actually
0: it. Do the what do the lady cowboys fuck? Also the sheep? Each other. The lady cowboys? Oh. So Wyoming's super dope If you're a lesbian
1: Yeah obviously
0: If you're a lesbian Who's into girls Who dress like They're from 2003 <laughs> And have pixie cuts
1: Oh god Like the fucking uh, Kate plus eight mom With yeah. like that
0: Every Every girl Who wasn't a cowboy In Wyoming Looks like Gerard Way From My Chemical Romance Like they've got The spiked back hair Yes And the swooped Front yes. hair And like weird makeup They're
1: still on MySpace Hoping to meet oh, Some cool guy Who gets man. them
0: man Wyoming is is brutal
1: yeah oh i bet i feel so sorry for you i'm stoked that you got the opportunity to like take your comedy on the road but i'm upset for you that it was in wyoming every
0: time i take my comedy on the road it has to be in a state that is next to utah
1: it has to be in a state where laughter is banned yeah it's either
0: it's either nevada idaho montana or wyoming i could go to colorado but they have laughter
1: <sighs> they do have laughter it wouldn't be as hard for you and that's yeah. the problem
0: oh wyoming was so brutal i did a show in a casino food court
1: i saw the snaps of that and i almost had a seizure from cringing
0: so fucking it was hard. so bad the, the there were
1: like five people and they all had their backs
0: towards you there was like a stage it wasn't a stage they literally were just like stand in a booth
1: They just put a bunch of milk cartons together and threw a shitty old fucking towel on it. That would have been
0: better. They literally had us just stand on top of a booth that was still attached to a working dessert stand. (laughs) So on the other side of me, this chick is just like slinging milkshakes and I'm out here trying to tell jokes. And then right before the show, they were like, hey no F words. There's going to be children in the food court. So no dirty jokes whatsoever, which is fine, but like not something you want sprung on you last minute. Yeah. Especially when you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then she was like, also no taking the Lord's name in vain. That's my home personal rule.
1: Oh, well fuck her and fuck him too.
0: I know it was crazy because, and I would have been
1: like, God damn it. What the fuck am I going to (laughs) do?
0: Yeah. Also she was a native American. I mean, it was a native American casino. So I was like, you're down with God? Yeah. Isn't he like a big part of the reason that you're in this terrible casino in yeah. this situation right now? It sucks. Yeah, yeah. She should have been like, you should shit talk that guy.
1: Yeah, talk shit about every white person. Talk shit about God. Just please just continue to ha- talk shit.
0: So when I was in Rock Springs, I don't want to get like too off track of this episode. But while I was at the Bearback, which is a strip club <laughs> with a very <laughs> aggressive name, <laughs> Bareback, like B A R E. Oh my god! Back. Anyway, strippers with stab wounds, girls double-fisting cigarettes, strippers that had shirts that wouldn't take them off. It was,
2: oh,
1: that's I like that. Whew. I like the idea of that.
0: It was like the B the, the B team like looked so good. I've seen, I've been to strip clubs where like it was so bad that they like the girls couldn't have music, so they put their phone in a cup. <laughs> To play music yes. so they could strip to it, and yes. those girls look like the Harlem Globe Trotters of strippers compared to the girls at the bareback Hell saloon. Yeah. The girls at the bareback saloon were just like fucking hideous monsters. It was so yeah. brutal. Yeah. Anyway, while we were there, they were like, "Oh, you're going to Riverton? Watch out! Watch out for the natives. They hate." And they were all every single person we met in the indian reservation was like impossibly kind of course course, and super nice and like no one gave a shit Mm -hmm. it was so
1: it's like fucking bobby jean's husband was at the casino and got drunk, started slapping people around. They had to kick him out. So he went back and was like, fuck them.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I think that people in Rock Springs, Wyoming just didn't want us to find out that everywhere else in Wyoming isn't like Rock Springs, Wyoming. Hmm. Rock Springs, Wyoming is like if the movie Mad Max was like existed except for that meth was plentiful (laughs) (laughs) like everyone is doing all the same stuff but there's just meth everywhere meth
1: is all over the place
0: like uh Aaron the comedian I went with went for a jog in rock springs and he was just like dude I had to come back because it was depressing like the ground was just littered with like empty bottles and dirty diapers and stuff Ugh. Ugh, Wyoming is a hellscape it's so bad Anyway. Jesus Christ. We, we shouldn't get too far into it. Yeah, it's no, just now I'm bummed so brutal. I know I'm bumming myself out. I'm, I'm gonna out. hype myself up. Yeah. We're talking about the crow today.
1: Yeah, for sure we are. Oh,
0: oh my god. For it's, sure we are. Instead
1: <laughs> Just kidding, it's the shame. of Oh so. my god, you made me watch <laughs> the crow? <laughs> what <laughs> Wait,
0: what? <laughs> you had you had a fucking thing on your phone? Surprise! Wow. (laughs) I wrote notes about the crow and everything. Yeah, and I
1: purposely wanted to make you watch it. (laughs) That movie's
0: so bad, everyone.
1: Everyone knew everyone knew i blocked you from the group and asked uh, people in the podcast group what they wanted me to ask you <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> and i was like
1: he's gonna be so stressed because he's literally like driving up from wyoming today and then he's gonna have to come home and watch this fucking you movie." May- i know i didn't want to spend that two hours doing that erica told me oh. she was like he keeps saying like oh i hope Noelle does the shame is today because i don't want to watch this I didn't <laughs> but watch i was like now girl. we have to do it now we all have to sit <laughs> oh, and watch to just keep him off our scent
0: oh the crow is so bad I'm closing out my notes on the computer <laughs> Fuck this forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well you did surprise me. I was like there's no- <laughs> I was like, there's no possible way she'll let me come home from four days of meth riddled Wyoming shows and then make me watch the Crow for two hours and then it and then do that. <laughs> but you did. You're a fucking <laughs> You're an evil person.
1: Oh, god damn it the the long-awaited shayna zode happening now mm. you know even though i didn't want to because i wanted all those pictures to keep coming out of yeah. you as a as a young a young myspace <laughs> guru
0: myspace musician
1: yeah. myspace musician <laughs> 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 oh so um, we actually got a lot of questions from our lovely listeners and oh, friends. Okay. okay. Um, but they're all, I mean, of, of course, most of them are silly, silly nillies. Um, I was going to do like a serious question and then a silly question, but I figure we'll just knock all the serious ones out and then end just on funny stuff. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Are you okay with that? Yeah.
1: I'm not going to ask anything too weird. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: my God. I was trying to get the, like, surprise, motherfucker. But, you know, you I didn't want it. to pay a seventy-five. <laughs> Can
0: I just say, I wrote notes for the crow, and some of them are so... I wrote... What did I write in here? Crystal vampire guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Look what you've done to my sheets. Dare commercial. All of these notes will become irrelevant in two days when I forget... <laughs>
1: We'll still do it. I was funny because you were um, as Erica and I were talking, you were looking up a sound clip from the crow to put at the beginning of this episode and you had your face to the computer and her and I were just looking at each other trying so hard not to laugh. You motherfuckers. Like, what in the thing. Oh my God. What a waste, of time. What oh my a waste God. of time. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my, just leave it. Leave it. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. your intro now. This is the crow.
2: Mm
1: hmm. Hurrah. Oh my God. Well, since we were talking about um, you going to Wyoming for comedy. Yeah, we'll start off with um a question about comedy. Okay, mm-hmm. you ready?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure.
1: Um, so what got you into comedy, and when did you decide to make a career out of it?
0: Uh, I got into comedy. When did I get into comedy? I felt like oh, you mean like in general, or when did I get into performing? When comedy? did you
1: get into performing comedy? I
0: got into performing comedy like oh, like two years and a couple months ago. Okay. Um, i just decided i had tried it a long time i tried it like once like five years ago and done terribly
1: as in you went to like an open mic i went
0: to an open mic and bombed my dick into the dirt and then okay. i was like well i'm not gonna do that anymore and then wait
1: how did that go did you like write material for it i or did, did. You... i
0: wrote material for it and no one liked it yeah yeah do you want to hear one of my first jokes please oh uh, it's real bad tell me it's like so bad firstly one of the very first i was like because you're so dumb and you don't know comedy and you, you're you like making it up in your mind without ever seeing it. I made a mistake. I should have watched Open Mic and then written mm-hmm. and then gone. But I didn't do that. So one of my first things was like I was just standing on stage and I was like, I hit a guy on a fixed gear bike with my car today. And then I didn't say anything, and I was like, "That's not really a joke." I just feel like I can open up to you guys, oh and I thought God. people would think it was hilarious. I didn't even drive at the time. Why did I think of that?
1: It's not. That's not bad. I feel like if you kept chipping at that, you would find a way to make Maybe. it.
0: Maybe I've. Um, and then so the worst joke I told a joke about how I wasn't. Uh, I was like, I love Chuck E. Cheese, um. I uh, I got kicked out for masturbating there though. Mm. It's not that I'm into kids. I'm just into full grown men dressed as mice. <laughs> that's a good one. I know. And then I said, and then the the I don't remember how I got to it, but I was like, masturbation is oh, what I'm into. That's where I. That's where you Is lost that where you lose me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Masturbation is <laughs> where you lose that's me. That's where it's gone. Anyway, no one laughed. I got zero laughs for the whole entire three minutes. I did the thing, mm-hmm. but so brutal, mm-hmm. right? And then kind of like the uh, show I just did in Wyoming at the food court, (laughs) actually. And then um, after the no laughs, like one lady gave me one solitary like, ha, like a a sarcastic laugh. Like a pity laugh. Like a ha, you're dumb. And then I left feeling defeated and terrible. Yeah. But I was like, what could hurt me now? I've just done that. And then uh, three years went by and I was like always thinking about doing comedy again. I was like, oh, I really want to. Like, it would be fun to do. I feel like it's something that I could be good at. Mm -hmm. And then um, I was, like, going over, like, what I wanted to do for a career. And I had no prospects. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try comedy. And so, like, I went into comedy being like, I want this to be my job. Okay. So from, like, day one, I was like, I'm focusing on this. I'm going to make this my job. And so... Um, I just want it because the idea of being a comedian as a career is cool and I'm too stupid not to dream smaller.
1: Yeah. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Were you always like the funny guy in your group of friends? Like how did you yeah. get, I feel like this may be me talking shit and I apologize, but I feel like everyone thinks they're a comedian now.
0: Yeah, totally. How do you
1: differentiate being, um, office funny or friend funny into, like I'm actually going to try to make this my full time job.
0: Well firstly we have office funny and friend funny but now we have internet funny. Mm-hmm.
1: There are a lot
0: of people who are really funny on the internet because what the internet has done has been like hey memes exist and if you have any social awareness whatsoever insert gif or meme here and you appear to be very funny. Yes. Yeah. And so um, there's so many people who think they're funny mm-hmm. because they're kind of like funny on but it's so 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 easy to be funny online, as compared to in real life, mm-hmm. especially in like the moment. Mm-hmm. And then, um, friend, funny is very specific because it's a lot of inside jokes mm-hmm. and stuff office funny i don't even know what the fuck that is it just people who are funny at work
1: yeah it's people who try to make jokes with everyone
0: i've never met like that fu- i know people who think they're the funny guy at work yeah. but really everyone usually hates them yeah, yeah if yeah. you think you're the funny guy at work everyone hates you mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> i'm the bitch at work
0: uh, I And don't that's why work. I know everyone. I am the money. funny guy at work because I do comedy for money. <laughs> You're like, the
1: funny guy at work because your job is sitting at home, so you make yourself laugh.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I really do. Um, so yeah, I don't remember the question.
1: Were you always like the funny? Oh one? yeah,
0: yeah, I was. I think of uh, um, I like developed. I was a really big nerd mm-hmm. in school, and so like I developed, and I dealt with so much horrible shit growing up. Um, both in my personal life and my family life mm-hmm. that I like developed a defense against all that by just making fun of everything yeah. or thinking it was funny when it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then I developed this really dark sense of humor. And then I also was a terrible fighter as a kid. I got beat up quite a few times. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, do you know what is worse than getting beat up though? is when someone says something terrible to you. That like you they, get insulted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like bad. And mm-hmm. so then I got pretty good at making fun of people Yeah. And so now that's one of the things I'm best at.
1: Is roasting people. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty for sure
0: I'm pretty good at making fun of people. Yeah,
1: you're pretty brutal about it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a defense mechanism.
0: Yeah, I think so. So I was always like wanting to be the funny guy. Also, I think that um I grew up like really awkward and weird, and I was like, if I'm gonna get girls, I have to be smart and funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was like your trait to bring to the table. No,
0: for sure. Like it really was, especially early. I had terrible acne. Mm-hmm. I was like weird, I didn't dress well because I didn't have money, none of my clothes fit. I was awkward awkward um i had piercings and tattoos even younger before it was like popular mm-hmm. so that was working against me at the time okay and i was just like um and then i lived in utah where like piercings and tattoos weren't popular at all with mm-hmm. Pete and so i was like really working against a bunch of stuff and i was like if i'm gonna get girls to like me i've gotta like really do something about it yeah so then being funny started to be like a defense mechanism against not Not getting laid. Okay. So.
1: That's what made you interesting. Yeah. And like fun to be around. Basically. Did you ever have friends tell you that you should do stand-up? Or was that all you?
0: That was all me. My friends never told me to do stand-up.
1: Your friends were never like, you're actually funny. Genuinely. You should try to do this.
0: I uh, do not get a lot of compliments from my friends. (laughs) I keep the kind of company that doesn't say nice things to you. Okay. Which I mean on the one end is a kind of a bummer because mm-hmm. it's fun to get compliments and have people be kind to you. But on the other end, it drives me to be a lot better. But I always yeah. grew up with like, you know, sketchy hood rat friends yeah, yeah, who yeah. Would, like treat you like shit and roast you all the time and like yeah. are mean to you yeah. in a hazing. Like it's just one it's hazing 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, wouldn't it be funny if we threw firecrackers at Shane while he's shitting, you know? Wouldn't it be (laughs) funny if we threw flour on him right before he goes on an important date? You know, that kind of stuff. And so then it was like, um, you know, I'm not getting a lot of positive reinforcement Mm -hmm. uh, from anyone, anywhere, to be perfectly honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I give you positive reinforcement.
0: I mean, now I have more. <laughs> I do have yeah, more positive now. friends now, and now I have like people from the podcast. Mm-hmm. Any of you listening who are nice to me, like I really, you guys don't realize how much I appreciate it when you are nice. Yeah, because I grew up around like so many ruthless people, and also my comedian friends now are no different than those older yeah, friends they that have were mean. To. Yeah, comedians are fucking mean to each other.
1: Yeah, it, that's one thing I've noticed. Um, so this might be personal but i it's more this is more of like me asking you on Mm. a real level do you feel like um having comedy as your defense mechanism has denied you feeling some things
0: oh yeah for sure i've replaced a lot of feelings with just laughter yeah like there's been tons of times where i probably should have just been like you you're allowed to be sad about this Mm -hmm. and instead i just laughed Mm mm-hmm um i've like gotten in trouble for laughing inappropriate times quite a bit yeah um yeah i've replaced so many feelings in my life with laughter Mm -hmm. that are like and now i don't know how to go back yeah like i really fucked myself to the point where like i just don't i have no ability Mm -hmm. to to go back and redo it yeah you know, um, Do you so feel like you're
1: actively trying to work on it, or are you just like, this is the way I am now?
0: No, I enjoy it. I'd rather just laugh at this point.
1: <laughs> i <it. laughs> yeah. like, I made it
0: to 30 <laughs> and haven't died yet, so I'm just going to
1: keep laughing.
0: Yeah, I'm just broken as fuck, and so I just think that's funny. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: Because I feel like you're very empathetic to other people, mm-hmm. but you have the hardest time being empathetic for yourself. Oh, yeah. And I think... The well, fuck more me, we talk- I'm the
0: worst. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, oh, it's because, you know, you feel like, I would say maybe three emotions.
0: You're either happy,
1: <laughs> laughing, or depressed.
0: Yeah, those are the only...
1: That's all you feel.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: And I'm just like, oh, that's why.
0: Yeah. I mean, there are other... Yeah, I'm either like... I'm pretty manic. I'm yeah. either all the way up or all the way down. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And even when you're all the way down... You're you're like the that stereotypical definition of like um the the jester or the clown. Yeah, yeah. Sad you're cl- making everyone else laugh and smile, but really you're a mess. Poliachi.
0: Yes. Is that him? I can't that, remember. If that's, that's the sad, the sad, sad clown. clown. Yeah. I only know that from Seinfeld. I am not a smart person. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. And but making other people happy like helps me. Also, I fucking hate hate like. Feeling like I like people think I want pity Mm -hmm. or I want empathy or I want to brag Mm -hmm. Um, like I'll brag ironically because I think it's funny. Yeah. But I won't like I don't want. So if I do feel genuinely sad, I often just am like, I don't want people to think I'm sad. Yeah. You know, so I'll just do whatever it takes. Yeah. And then in doing whatever it takes, it's almost a distraction. Mm hmm. So then I'm like, oh, I'm too busy trying to cover up my tracks of being sad mm-hmm. that I don't even think about being sad. Yeah. And then then I'm alone and I cry in the shower. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good. I was waiting to get that uh, answer and out.
0: Here's the thing about me, too. I'm like a crier. I cry for sure. Yeah. I cry at movies and stuff. And like I'll, I'll I'll have like a depressive episode and I'll feel so depressed and so alone. And I'll have all these like memories and emotions that I've never shared with anyone. I never plan on sharing with anyone. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I'm being crushed under the weight of them. And I'm so bummed out. And I'm literally just like sitting on the floor of my uh shower alone not wanting anyone to know how i feel and i'm and i'll actually start like crying and i'm having this genuine moment of like breakdown Mm -hmm. and then i like i'll do it and then in that one second i'll realize how i look and how stupid (laughs) it is and i'll start laughing at myself (laughs) for being an asshole and now i'm laughing because i'm crying and, and then i think it's funny
1: you know what i'm real broken (laughs) that is problematic but it works for you in a really it works for now i should say yeah it works for now until you get hit in the head one more time that's not gonna work for anybody i've
0: only got one more to live through anyway
1: (laughs) oh fuck okay um what moment or moments molded you into the person you are today
0: Mm. i that's so there's so many i know there's like so many um i don't know deciding to do comedy was a huge effect on who i am right now Mm -hmm. um deciding in like 2004 ish that i was going to like rededicate myself to the idea of being happy and also making others happy and and like really try and like focus on positivity Mm -hmm. but not in like a I was always obsessed with the idea of like, if you're not a nurse or in the military or a police officer or a firefighter or volunteering every day, Mm -hmm. you're not adding to society and you're a piece of shit and you're, you're just, your self-worth is fucking nothing. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, no, if all you do is you're just happy and you make other people happy, even in passing, like, you know, by... Cleaning the fucking dead animals out of the gutter, or um, helping a lady carry her groceries, or whatever, Mm -hmm. or making someone laugh at Seven Eleven. Yeah, you're also. I think you're making as much of a profound difference as anything else. Oh, absolutely. And so then, once I made that realization, I was like, I'm just gonna focus on doing whatever I want and being happy. And then I started like skating and not worrying. Mm -hmm. And and it was like really hippie-ish of me. Yeah. And that was like the start of also me being interested in magic and stuff. Yeah. Goofier spiritual stuff.
1: hmm
0: Even though I am an atheist. But, yeah. Um, I don't <laughs> you know. You could be an
1: atheist and still be spiritual.
0: And then before that, um, I don't know, deciding to be straight edge is probably a huge one that affects yeah. my life and everything I do uh, because it helped me make all of my best friends I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it helped me do all kinds of things. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, deciding to... Yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know. There's so many moments, but I can't I can't think of. Yeah.
1: Going back to being straight edge, and this mm. is more for me and oh. people who aren't straight edge. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to shit talk.
0: Mm.
1: I'm not. Don't give me that. Mm. What are like the benefits? What do you think are the benefits of you being straight edge as an adult?
0: Um, so like on a very, very like logical level. Mm-hmm. So like Einstein uh, people say, and I don't know if this is true, that Einstein wore the same suit, socks, and shoes every day. Mm-hmm. But he had different versions. Like he was a cartoon character. He just wore the same outfit every day. So he never had to worry. Mm-hmm. So imagine if every day you woke up and you never had to worry about what you were going to wear. But you were going to feel confident in what you wore and good. Mm-hmm. And you just stepped out of bed and you and you didn't have to think about it. Boom, you're ready to go and then you just leave. Mm-hmm. How much would that simplify your life? So much, right? Mm-hmm. So, so much. And so, like, it's kind of like that where uh, everyone has all this extra, well, am I going to drink? Are we going to party? Are we going to do this? And they have all this extra stuff they think about Mm -hmm. and then all this extra stuff they think about others and all these extra precautions they have to make, so many laws that affect them based yep. on what they like to do, yeah. none of that applies to me. Yeah. I don't think about any of that. I keep all my money. I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Uh, so in that sense, it's just super simplified. Mm-hmm. Do you want a cigarette? No. I don't have to think it's not a choice. Mm-hmm. I mean it is a choice, but I've made it a long time ago. It's done. Yeah. You know, do you want to drink? No. Are you ever going to have a night where you regret something you did because you were drunk? No, I will not. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, so I never have to worry about that. And then it's also forced me to maintain my ability to stay interested in things and not be bored. Some people use substances as a crutch as a crutch yeah and i never have to worry about that um i don't know it's so much easier
1: that sounds like such a philosophical adult explanation but you were straight edge when you're pretty young
0: i was straight edge when i was like 14 and then at that point i i became straight edge on my 14th birthday and um the day before i had done a, some drugs in things and I was like ugh I'm over it because I was seeing the effect that it had on adults around me mm-hmm. and I was like oh man their lives are so fucked mm-hmm. and it's very clearly the alcohol yeah you know or it's very clearly the meth or the heroin or yeah. the 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 drugs and then i was also like um i don't care about weed i think it should be legal yeah but i do see people who are like why have a personality when i can just smoke all the time Mm -hmm. and i'm like "Ugh, that looks terrible too yeah it's almost worse Mm -hmm. i like just
1: that stereotypical stoner personality
0: yeah that person who's like it's their lifestyle all they
1: can do is talk about weed
0: yeah if you make any one thing your lifestyle Mm -hmm. i i have a hard time not in my mind right away just being like this is a loser yeah whether it's like it could even be something as important as like social justice or whatever they're an engineer
1: and that's all they talk about
0: yeah don't make any one thing your lifestyle that's fucking dorky Mm -hmm. you know you be a renaissance person Mm -hmm. um but yeah so anyway straight edge simplifies my life and uh, also um i never have to worry about hurting anyone else which is something you genuinely do have to worry about if you drink or do drugs. If you drugs. drink a lot, absolutely. And the, there's more existential answers to this too. Not just hurting someone by like getting fucked up and saying something terrible or physically hurting someone. But you could lose your job mm-hmm. and now you've accidentally created collateral damage for all the people who depend on you or need yeah. money from you or need you to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And you failed the people at work and like and then there's a lot of reasons yeah. that, that it could be negative. Oh, absolutely i don't know
1: that's good that's yeah, a, yeah. that helps me understand i have such a you know i have such a tunnel vision view of straight edge just because of the people i've been around
0: yeah yeah and then it's also it is like a fraternity yeah um and i don't know if there's a word for a fraternity that includes women there is i just can't think of i it. don't know i yeah? think fraternity might even include women who knows because for anyway it doesn't matter but like then um there's a lot of people in straight edge who are like just because we're straight edge doesn't make us friends and it's like fuck off that's the point idiot yeah yeah, you do get to be my friend if you're straight edge. Yeah. But I'm, I've am i gone so hippie at this point that I'm like, if you're just a nice person, we're friends right away. Yeah. So I don't need the extra. But it is cool to meet someone else who's straight edge and immediately they have this like...
1: You have a connection.
0: ...very positive view of you, mm-hmm. especially if you're older and you've maintained your straight edge. And then they're like, yeah, come to my home. Like, we are friends. And then you have this like really cool bond and uh, when you have that positiveness it's awesome yeah then there's the negativity of like people forming groups that are shitty but every shitty straight-edge group you know has like five non straight-edge shitty kids that hang out with them yeah yeah so it's more about just them being shitty
1: yeah Uh, just a conglomerate of shitty people
0: just conglomerates of shitty fucking people
1: okay who was the most influential person to you growing up and why
0: the most influential person to me growing up.
1: They could be someone you know or fictional or celebrity wh- or whatever.
0: Oh, that's really tough. Um, Probably my brothers. Mm-hmm. Just like all of them. Okay. They just, growing up, I grew up with three brothers and we were all like, really packed into the same space and close knit we were like just like a friend group in and of ourselves and they like directed my sense of humor and my sense and uh we all encouraged each other to do things like be dorky about video games and all Mm -hmm. of other stuff and so like everything i'm into is like a you know derivative of everything we did together as that little group Okay. You know, like yeah. we decided as a group what we were into, what we weren't into. We all got into punk rock together. We all the only thing we didn't do together was be straight edge. Two mm-hmm. of my brothers decided no, and me and my little brother decided yes. Okay. Yeah. That's and, fair. and my little brother even he decided later than me, much later. Yeah. I don't think he was straight edge until he was sixteen. I'm okay. not sure.
1: And he was younger than you. Yeah. So he you were was fourteen. Okay. Okay yeah yeah that's adorable yeah that's what do you i've never met your two other brothers will i ever ever meet them
0: probably not okay cool yeah they live in washington they have kids washington state yeah yeah oh they have a bunch of babies
1: oh they're like adults
0: yeah they're fucking adults Adults. like one of them is way into fishing
1: oh yeah okay we have nothing in common they're rad but they're just like mega adult status so Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm not a 40-year-old man yet, so I'm not into fishing. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're not a 40-year-old man yet. Yet. Yet.
1: (laughs) Um, Who inspires or influences you now as an adult?
0: Um, Who inspires me now? Uh, I would say there's a lot of comedians who, like, artistically inspire me. Um, Like,
1: who's your top three or five?
0: Top three or five? That's so weird. I just don't. I take inspiration from everyone all the time. I don't have anyone. Even
1: like the guy with the puppet. What's his name?
0: Jeff Dunham. Yes. The fucking guy. Well, but there. I mean, I'm sure I could watch him and see like, oh, I want that. Like I want that little thing he does. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, I don't really like look up to people anymore. I look up to, ev- I like try to see the qualities of people that I enjoy or I want to emulate or I yeah. want to make my own. Yeah, yeah. But I don't have anyone who's just like really influencing me. I will say my sense of humor has probably been influenced a ton by my friend Mac, who I spent a lot of time with, mm-hmm. by you, mm-hmm. who I spent a lot of time with, um, by my wife, obviously, mm-hmm. who I spent a lot of time with. Um, yeah, that's pretty much like the three of you. Uh, Tyler by proxy I'm, I'm around him <laughs> yeah. because I'm around yeah. you by proxy Tyler. by proxy yeah. Tyler <laughs> he's uh um and then uh who's your boyfriend for people who don't know yet and then um there's so many other people but like honestly I don't really look up to anyone that's good there was a time like maybe not even six months ago where I was But now I've kind of gotten to a point, especially in comedy, where I've met a lot of important people who were majorly inspirational to me on like an artistic level. Mm -hmm. And then I talked to them and they treated me like an equal. And I was like, if I ever want to do this for a living, I just have to... Not feel awkward about it and treat myself like I'm an equal. Yeah, never put That's, someone well, on a I'm pedestal. chaos magicking it yeah, at that yeah. point. Yeah, I'm just like in my perspective, I deserve to be around these people and yeah. be their equal. And so if I don't act like it, I never will be. Yeah, and so in my mind of kind of like tore down all my idols and that's been like a part of my magical practice Mm -hmm. which is a whole deep thing we don't need to get into right now (laughs) but where i've just been like everything that i look up to i've torn down so that i can replace it with whatever i want to whenever i need to yeah and so i've like made huge efforts to like meditate and all that and not have any idols or like worship anything
1: it's very obvious that you don't Look up to people and copy what they do ah. but you you are influenced by everyone around you, but it's still all that created combined makes you and that's what you see so much in your comedy and then just you every day yeah, and it's it's very <laughs> we can't talk about chaos magic until we tell people what <laughs> it's about, but <laughs> I could like I could like see and feel when you were really trying because you were making your own path, yeah, and it was crazy, and I was like. For sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. So,
1: it's cool. That's way fucking cool. And I'm so stoked about it. And I think that's being an adult. Like, you you may not be the stereotypical white picket fence adult. But being knowing you are in a good place is when you no longer have people on pedestals. Yeah. But you are doing life for you yourself, which is what you're doing right now, which is way cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. I like it. It's the best. It's one of the best things I've ever done for my mental health. Oh, yeah. To just purposefully be like... I don't worship, and then even being like, um, I used to be like obsessed, like no one make fun of Star Wars, fucking Star Wars <laughs> yeah. is my shit, you yeah, know, yeah. and now I'm like, I don't even want to worship any art, I'm just like, tear it all off the walls, mm-hmm. and then I replace it with one thing whenever I need to, to mm-hmm. channel that thing. That's
1: know? also very like Thoreauian of you, like that, um, you know, like the less you have, the more you have, like, yeah. you know, less you have, the, you know, it's a whole, anyway, We don't need to talk about philosophy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What do you want in your future? What do you see for yourself in Uh, the future?
0: I want so bad. And this week in Wyoming has made me like so... There's a point where you're like in Wyoming and you're doing a show for like... And you're so thankful to be doing what you love for money. But it's also so like bone crushingly depressing sometimes. Yeah, that It's like the whole starving artist thing where you're like... I love this. I want to do this. I'm thankful to be here. I don't not want to be here, but also I feel like my dreams are so far away and unobtainable that I'm like dying under the weight of all of the stress. And like, and then, but at the same time you're like, but I don't want to not be dying under the weight. It's this really weird feeling. So, I've been thinking about my career and just being like, do I even call it a career? Is it a career, you know? And then I'm having that Mm -hmm. conversation with myself or like, you're a fucking loser for even thinking that you have a comedy career. Like, you haven't made any real money. Are you
1: making money off of it, though?
0: I am making money. So that's a career. I know. But like, it's just so tough. And so... You're just hard on yourself, of and course. you feel dorky if you tell other comedians like, "Yeah, my career," and then they're like, "Oh, really? What TV show were you?" On? You know, yeah. there's always the next thing you. What's could, your pilot? Yeah, in? yeah. There's yeah. always something you could be doing, and actually, my pilot is awesome, and it's <laughs> real. <I'm laughs> if it's it. the
1: one that you and Mac told me about, then I'm very excited for it to be yeah, a yeah. thing.
0: So, um, it's just a whole thing. So, what I want for my career is just for it to exist, mm-hmm. in and support me, uh, in any real way. Okay. so that i feel like i just want to feel valid in my art you know
1: but isn't that the conundrum of being an artist is that you'll never feel valid in your art
0: true and that is and the, and if you do ever feel valid then you're in trouble right yeah
1: and then you've then you've uh, sold out and you're no longer original no longer authentic
0: i'd like to not be valid but also not not worry about paying my rent there you go yeah yeah or not <laughs> worry about paying my rent you I
1: always want to be anxious about it but you want to be like my power's not going to be turned off yeah yeah yeah, exactly
0: (laughs) and so what i want from like in the future is for my career to be something worth talking to someone about i want like a body of work that's like important to someone else
1: you want like a big wikipedia page
0: no no i just want (laughs) like i just want to have done something that i feel personally is is like worth doing but what also is pays for my you? bills because you've i you've have headlined, no idea yet
1: you've headlined you're becoming and i'm not trying to toot your own horn because i fucking hate that <laughs> you're becoming like somewhat of a local celebrity people know you like when we went to comic-con and i'm gonna fucking name drop this shit right now so like fuck off but this is real and then i'm probably gonna insult you to take you down afterwards mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we were at comic-con and we were with henry zabrowski Basically for a whole afternoon walking with him and talking with him. Yeah. And everyone was recognizing you and everyone was like, oh, yeah, yeah. You're the guy who does comedy. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing you and like bring up a time they saw you and no one ever said something about him. And I love him more than I love you.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. I love him more than I love me, too. No one
1: was saying anything to him. They all recognized you. And like, yes, it was a local convention, but like, do you recognize that now?
0: I do. Here's the thing. You, when you first, when you start doing something, you have a goal and then Mm -hmm. you reach that goal and then you want the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. I'm at the point in my heavy quotation marks around career Mm -hmm. uh, where, uh, in my career where I'm like, what next? Right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Right? And so, like,
0: really the only solid goal I have in my life right now, the only real thing I know I should be doing is trying to grow this podcast and do this with you. But otherwise, I'm like, I need to figure out where to get work for comedy, how to get on TV, Mm -hmm. who I need to meet. And so that's, like... Um, this really scary spot I'm at where I have no real tangible goals. Yeah. Whereas the tangible goal used to be like, you want a feature. You mm-hmm. want to open for people. You want a headline. Mm-hmm. You want to do road work. And mm-hmm. I'm doing all of that now. And it's like, fuck, what is the next thing? Because yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, I don't think anyone does. I think that's just the, the problem with having um, a passion that you make your career is like, it's not like being a doctor where it's like, this is the set a b c one two three that you have to follow Mm -hmm. this is very like up in the air and everything is circumstantial and it all depends on preparation and time totally so it's it's kind of like i think for everyone it's a shot in the dark yeah but i think that that stress is what makes you better
0: totally and i'm like i'm working on it i don't know so yeah what i want for myself is to like have a viable career and feel good
1: yeah do you want to like well of course travel travel with the podcast and travel with comedy would oh, be yes
0: japan yeah
1: we're gonna go to japan we should just like a uh, beginnings of chaos magicing that out that i'm we're so going. ahead of you We're I'm going. so ahead of you i need to make a sigil for it but it's fine <laughs> um we're going to japan and the podcast is gonna pay for it yeah 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 not a penny out of our pockets is gonna go to getting us there we'll pay for ourselves being there and eating and whatever but the podcast is going to get sick. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's going to be awesome. That is what's going to happen. Things are happening.
1: But do you want to stay in Utah or do you want to go, do you want to like bring it back? Do you want to be like Henry where you basically have two plate? you have a house in LA and you got a house in New York?
0: That's, I mean, yeah, I'm down. I just want to be wherever I need to be.
1: Okay. Be flexible.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm flexible. Like, I just want, I want the validation and the 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 good feeling, uh, the feeling of like personal security, of feeling like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay. I don't care where I get it or or what I'm doing, you know, specifically. Mm-hmm. But I know that it'll be comedy related, right? Yeah. But like, I just want to feel good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's fair. On the opposite spectrum, what is your biggest fear?
0: My biggest fear.
1: Yeah. With all the things going on.
0: Ugh. That uh, i like, it'll all crash and burn and that I'll just be some loser without a job that has a face tattoo. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I <laughs> like that <laughs> nice laugh, Noel. Yeah. <laughs> I opened up to you and you laughed at me. <laughs> um, I get that. No, totally. I don't want to be like, uh, they're just like, oh yeah, you, Shane, you mean the fucking loser? Like mm-hmm. I don't want like, you know, you think about your your family being like well knew he was a loser the whole time
1: yes i know exactly you know because i have a lot
0: of people to prove wrong yeah and that's so cliche because everyone on facebook's like fuck the haters but like listen when you tattoo your face and a ton of your family is christian or like legit doesn't like you Mm. or you know a lot of people who (laughs) like send you hate mail or like dox you online all of that has happened to me uh you do have haters yeah and you're like and if you do something Anytime it falls out from underneath you, you're thinking about like, fuck, those people are right. They're validated now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so like I just so badly, my greatest fear is to just like be them to be right. I'm a loser. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, you know, what do you do with yourself at that point?
1: Never get there.
0: Ugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fair. That's real. Um, here's yeah, That a li- was a
0: legit answer.
1: Yeah, that was a legit answer. Here's a lighter question. Thank What's God. the I know right? <laughs> What's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to
0: you? The weirdest thing that's ever happened to you. Hmm. I have some in my mind that I just can't even. I'm not allowed. I can't say because other people will be not stoked. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> weirdest. Oh man, I've had some weird stuff. Remember when the AVNs let us go? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was fucking weird. <laughs> that, that was, was so very weird. weird. That and was. And then we met weird. a porn star yeah we've who's be like f- messages be me friended. on instagram yeah
1: we befriended a lot of by the stars. way did you
0: see she was like hey are you guys coming to colorado on yeah. a post and we didn't reply to her yeah we're because we weren't
1: up. we're sorry chloe
0: yeah we got a, we would love to have her on i know it'd be great
1: um this what i'll say it on the podcast i don't care we got a message on facebook about like a site that we could call people into so if that ever becomes a thing it's like a really great third-party website that people can call into. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there.
0: we can have we can interview yeah, her so and we others. Can. We really should just message her. We should. She would like, be so down. Like literally after this. Yeah. Anyway, so that'll be good. So um, that's happening. <laughs> weird uh, weird stuff. I mean, I've had like crazy, uh, I don't know. My whole life is fucking weird.
1: Yeah, that's why I wanted to so, know what you think is the weirdest.
0: <laughs> so much is so weird. Honestly, to me, the weirdest thing is that, like, a woman is married to me and enjoys it.
1: I also agree that that's the weirdest thing. Especially
0: because <laughs> I'm, like, the least... Out of all my friends, I was the least likely to get married, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. For, by a huge margin. Yeah, yeah. Um, Known womanizer. Mm-hmm. Does struggles, right? Mm-hmm. And then... um of course she's and then she's so great Mm -hmm. and we've been together for so long and like uh, I'm so happy, mm-hmm. and all of my friends, or not all, but like the majority, have had these like nightmare relationships. Girls who have like treated them terribly, hit them, done mm-hmm. all these crazy things. And my wife is just like mega supportive. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be anywhere close to where I am without her. Yeah, and like that's so weird too. That that's such an adult thing. Yeah, so crazy, and she's so great. Yeah, you like lucked out. How I yeah, really no, it is so lucky 100% luck I did nothing to earn that yeah I did nothing to deserve it it just fell into my lap yeah crazy no
1: I agree I don't think you would um be where you were if it wasn't for someone like Erica to ground you and be supportive
0: I wouldn't be in Salt Lake that's for sure yeah I would have I would be who knows where I would be
1: in fucking uh what's the shithole you grew up in
0: Fillmore Fillmore I would not be in (laughs) Fillmore that shithole I grew up in (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, we poetic we
2: drove through It It was <laughs> <We're>, like <yeah>. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Remember when people we, live here
0: <laughs> we drove through the town I grew up in which is tiny it's a tiny town in Fillmore and I know a few people in Fillmore listen to the podcast
1: uh, I don't care come for me <laughs> oh yeah I mean uh, hey no there's you guys are
0: sweethearts but you know your town is weird and small so we were driving through and I was like hey guys we have time do you want to see like the place I grew up in and everyone in the car was like too sad keep going yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they we could not handle it we weren't
1: ready we couldn't handle the fact that it a child lived there (laughs) yeah i
0: offered to show you the horse track where i lost my virginity and you refused
1: yeah for obvious reasons (laughs) it's fucking i don't need any more nightmares
0: (laughs) yeah my whole life is weird though definitely no that is my definitive answer be uh uh, being married and being so lucky so weird to me
1: yeah i agree totally weird i'm gonna this is gonna be a little hard one then we're gonna go back to light ones okay okay you vaguely talk about how your childhood wasn't the most ideal. Ooh. How did you manage at such a young age?
0: Um, I managed by, firstly, uh, a lot of the reasons my childhood wasn't good wasn't just my family. Mm-hmm. So, like, I allude to the fact that my family life was, like, tumultuous, which is true. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I had, like, step-parents who struggled with alcoholism and stuff. My actual father had his own family um, separate after he got divorced from my mother and mm-hmm. he was rooted in California, which was so far away from where I was. And I didn't have him in my life a lot. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that messed with me a little bit. It was weird. Um, and then, uh, my mom was struggling with these men who treated her so badly. Yeah. And like, and she was trying to be a mother to four boys and like, she's and then, and then so no, no ill will towards my parents whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They are just dealing with these crappy hands they got dealt, especially yeah. as an adult looking back. I'm like, fuck, I can't believe she did as well as she did. Yeah. Like, God damn, how did she survive? Yeah. You know, but, um, a lot of it, too, was that I was, like, a fucking loser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was so bad. I didn't do schoolwork. I, my teachers hated me. Uh, other kids hated me. Um, I got, like, picked on. I was gross. I had terrible acne. I, like, looked like a weird mix between, like, a gutter punk, a goth, and Captain Jack from the first Pirates oh, of the Caribbean. Oh it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, it
1: sounds bad. Ooh, it was dorky. Okay.
0: It was, so I struggled as a kid and, but humor, mm-hmm. I laughed a lot about a lot of things, mm-hmm. like horrible things would happen to me and I would just laugh about it. Yeah. Um, and also I've always had like a really like, I've been able to like remove myself from a terrible situation and look at it from the outside in. Mm-hmm. I've always had lots of perspective, which is good. Yeah. Um, I've also, um, lots of revenge, Okay, yeah, Lots yeah. Lots of revenge. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Um, I'm a person <laughs> who doesn't need credit for something bad they've done to feel good. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, if you, uh, let's say you do something terrible to a teacher's drink, mm-hmm. just something you should not have done.
1: Do you come in it? Do you spit in it? Do you put XX in it? All do the above? Do you do all three? Okay, uh, yeah.
0: And then they drink it. In and front then, of the class. Yeah, yeah. But no one knows but you. And you never – tell. like I was like the person who could like – I could just go to your parents' house after you had done something terrible to me and break every window on all of your cars and never tell a soul – and, like, I wouldn't take credit, so you would never know it was me. You yeah. couldn't be like, oh, Shane, but I knew. And that made me feel better. And yeah. that's evil and terrifying. Yeah. And it's a very honest answer, though. I did a lot of horrible shit that just made me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> um, you a, always had an outlet. <laughs> a famous rabbi named Vila Gone, he said, uh, living well is the best revenge. Mm-hmm. But he, he had never put his he never dipped his dick into a teacher's Pepsi and then watched her drink it later. <laughs> <laughs> like he he was not on so um Silent Revenge. Humor, just like um being really okay with just like uh Myself and what I'm thinking and not Mm -hmm. worried about what other people are thinking Mm -hmm. which ties into the revenge thing if I don't need others to know that I did it I need the satisfaction it helps you I don't remember there was a quote some president was like you'd be amazed at what you can accomplish when you don't care who gets the credit Mm, it's a good quote and I always felt that way anyway um, though that did end up creating issues with me emotionally because when I was younger then I became like super manipulative and insane yeah which was not good. And I've like since really curbed that. Yeah. But.
1: Well, good fucking thing.
0: One more thing about my childhood. Great friends. I've yeah. got a couple really core friends that I'm still friends with today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ride or die. The ride or dies. And they've helped out. And they had equally bad childhoods. Mm-hmm. That really helped. Because I could go to their house and I'm like, oh, your stepdad tries to kill you too? Or like whatever. And yeah. then I would be like, well, that's cool.
1: That is nice. You didn't feel so alone. Yeah. In the in the terribleness. Yeah, yeah. That's nice and sad, but real. I appreciate <laughs> that answer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What are some life hacks you'd like to share?
0: Life hacks? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Chaos magic is my biggest life hack lately. Yeah, for sure. The the act of being completely apathetic to everything all the time, while simultaneously. Caring about everything and being aware of everything so, so much. Yeah. Like just enjoying so much every little thing you do, every little touch, every little feel, mm-hmm. every sensation, all the things you own, uh, everything. Just loving everything so much, but at the same time being completely willing to give it all up.
1: Okay. Like
0: yeah. um, I love everything I own. I love my computer. I love my toys. I'm a minimalist even though I have a lot of toys and stuff because mm-hmm. they just make me happy. And I agree that they make me happy. And I buy into the fact they make me happy. And I love them so much. And yeah. I treasure them. But if you took them away, you couldn't hurt me by doing that. Even
1: your Warhammer stuff? Even
0: my Warhammer stuff. Wow. And so like, I think by simultaneously trying to be those two things at once, mm-hmm. the non-duality of it yeah. has helped my life incredibly. Because yeah. then when when something's good, I absolutely enjoy it. And I'm not thinking about how it's going to go away. Mm-hmm. And I'm not worrying. I'm just completely buying into the fact that I love this thing at this moment. Yeah. Even if it's like not necessary to my life right mm-hmm. and then as soon as it's taken away i'm like yeah whatever yeah, that's sure. fine and it doesn't yeah. hurt me mm-hmm. and then it's like well how do you hurt someone like that it's real hard you can't yeah yeah you fucking can't so that's my biggest life hack uh good fucking luck figuring out how to do that though it took me like 29 years yeah and hundreds of hours of meditation and self-introspection and
1: if someone took my phone i would fucking kill them there's no way i could survive without it yeah
0: i mean even you saw even when i you you know, I'm a person who probably is on their phone too much. Yeah. Sometimes I, see, I catch myself and I'm like, fuck, I'm that guy. Yeah. I'm on my phone too much. When my phone broke, I was like, eh, fuck it.
1: I was more stressed out. I was yeah, like, we need to get him a phone now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Tyler's got a phone in the house. We'll go. We'll go get the phone. I was just, like <laughs> panicking, like I heart was, transplant. I
0: was bummed, but I also uh, immediately I accepted the reality. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm a guy without a phone right now, mm-hmm. and I'm continuing my life, and everything's going to be fine. Yeah, that killed me, but sure. I acknowledge that my phone is incredibly important to me, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I also acknowledge that it, I don't need it, and I'm not beholden to it. Mm-hmm. Life hack. There you go. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Last one of my questions, and we're going to go to the silliness. All right. You're known to be very opinionated. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's not bad. If you could give everyone a piece of life advice that's helped you, what would it be?
0: A piece of life advice?
1: Yeah. Not a life hack advice.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. Advice. My, okay. I was talking about this earlier today. This may not apply to everyone, but it applies to me. People have experiences and they let other people ruin those experiences for them. We're going to use love as the primary example. Every single person who's like, oh, I I have trust issues. Yeah, so does fucking everybody else. Mm -hmm. You're a dummy if you even think for a second that your opinion about having trust issues or being hurt is unique in any way, shape, or form. Fuck off and die. Mm -hmm. You're so stupid. Mm -hmm. Everyone's been hurt in a huge way. Yeah. Everyone. People in high school have felt hurt, you know, in a huge way. Yeah, all of us have felt emotional pain and heartbreak. It, it is, and in the romantic sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So everyone who's like, "Oh, trust issues," my whole thing is, "Hey, why don't you shut the fuck up about that?" That's the default feeling. Mm-hmm. We're all going to feel it. It's going to happen to you. You can't stop it from happening to you. Stop yeah. controlling that. Stop missing out on opportunities and live your life like this, which is my thing. I pick something or someone, Mm -hmm. and if I care about them, I'll just love them 100% all out. I'll give them all of my trust, Mm -hmm. all of everything, all of my energy. They get it. They can have it. They get the benefit of the doubt completely 100%. And if they hurt me, I just fucking am smart about it. I'm like, okay, I see clearly that you hurt me. I'm either going to adjust how I feel based on this new information or move on. I dust myself off. And when I meet someone or something new, I just do it all over again. Mm-hmm. None of this withholding, I have walls. You're not a fucking, you're not Trump's America. You don't have <laughs> walls. Yeah. You fucking dummy. Yeah. What a stupid thing to say. Yeah. I hate that shit. Yeah. Go balls to the wall mm-hmm. always. Yeah. Because you you can never get back the opportunities you miss, but you're always going to heal. And Mm -hmm. if you can't heal, you're mentally weak and you shouldn't be falling in love anyway. Work on your mental toughness. Work on yourself. Yeah. If you're not strong enough to dust yourself off after being hurt Mm -hmm. and love hard again immediately, then you're not mentally well enough to be with someone correctly. Yeah. So my advice to people is to love people's persons, things, places, animals, everything as hard as. And all out as possible. Mm-hmm. Put all of your energy into it and love with reckless abandon and let yourself just crash and burn every time. Because that's fine. Yeah. You're going to crash and burn either anyway. Yeah. Y- you want to not enjoy the time you had with that person by loving them all the way? Or do you want to, oh, I have a wall and love them a fourth of the way for two months and then get hurt? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Go hard or go home. Yeah. So that's my advice.
1: Well, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah. What that's do you? I feel like you don't agree with me.
1: No, I completely agree oh, with do you. you. No, I completely agree with you.
0: Okay. Absolutely.
1: That's how I've tried to go about things.
0: Me too. And then like, you know, it's fine. People are going to hurt you. It's okay. Yeah. It hasn't
1: always been like that. I've for sure fallen and been like, this is it. I'm never going to...
0: I remember the first time I had my heart broken, it was like in eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking like, this is it. I'll never love again.
1: This is no more. It was over. You just become really into Edgar Allan Poe and being alone.
0: Just listening to Atreyu, lying in the street, crying hard. Yeah. Ugly crying. Yes. Snot.
1: All that black eyeliner
0: oh and i was wearing it yeah, too. by the way <laughs> not just you I've Seen
1: the pictures <laughs> oh god okay now we're gonna go to listener questions Yay. um there's one that i refuse to say and you could read it later and nine people liked it and go fuck yourself tyler i'm not asking that
0: Does it have the n word in it what is it? no happening? it
1: says fuck mary kill
0: oh, okay i'm not gonna read that one is are you in there
1: your mom, your wife,
0: Noel. Oh my god! I would rather die. <laughs> <No> <laughs> the answers to that. Can I line? Uh, can I put you and my mom together <laughs> and try and kill you both <laughs> with one bullet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll allow that. I'll allow that. That's Wait, the what way. if I could just? I, we could just have a sham marriage and then I'll fuck my wife. That's fine because I love her. I don't need to be married. Her to love her. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Those are the only conditions in which I'm okay with the scenario. Uh, th- I, your mom dies always mom, love?
0: You have to die, mom. <laughs> you have to die, and you know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, of yeah. course you're dying. I love you. You had a good run, but both of us know. You gotta go, yeah, because I'm not marrying you, and I (laughs) won't even say that other thing out loud. That's (laughs) fucked.
1: Everyone was eating this question up, like the most comments, the most liked. You're all fucking disgusting animals. We
0: could just have a sham marriage.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that just means I got to hang out with Eric. Why would
0: why would your boyfriend say that with his out loud? With why would he think that he
1: wants to jerk off to it later on? He's just (laughs) like,
0: oh my god.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, Ryan wants to know, would you rather be a sexy ghost, a sexy vampire, or a sexy werewolf?
0: I'd rather be a sexy werewolf.
1: A sexy werewolf?
0: They fuck doggy style.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then what if they weren't sexy? Ghost, vampire, werewolf?
0: Uh, If I'm not going to be sexy, I'm going to be a werewolf because then I'm a monster anyway. Still?
1: You're a werewolf both times.
0: Yeah, I partied up.
1: Okay, that's fair. Werewolves are dope as fuck. I think werewolves are all right.
0: Just all right.
1: I would rather be a vampire. I feel like they're more... um, Regal.
0: Oh my God! You know the <laughs> song uh, from Three Rock, the werewolf bar mitzvah, <laughs> yeah. spooky, scary boys becoming men, men becoming woo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like.
1: Oh, that makes sense now. I know what you're saying. <laughs> Top three. Oh. Nicholas Stone Smith wants to know Uh top three movies that made you cry the hardest.
0: Top three movies to be are you? I am going to embarrass myself. Do
1: it if you have a top five, lay it down.
0: I don't have a top five. I have like a okay. So I recently rewatched Titanic this year. Okay, I was going through something. Yes, but I openly fucking like ugly crying mm-hmm. like in the middle of the movie yeah. kind of just because I watched it when I was a kid and I didn't and you watch realize,
1: it. Again. We talked about yeah, this. Yeah. We both re we <laughs> both saw Titanic when we were young. Yeah, yeah. and then rewatched it as grown ass adult with life experiences yeah. and we were like, oh shit. Yeah.
0: This makes sense. Like middle of the way through the movie after Jack saves Rose mm-hmm. and like they're like trying to get together, I was like already ugly crying because yeah. I was like it's so beautiful I could see myself in this situation because I'm like one of those love at first sight type of people mm-hmm. and I'm just like I could and I'm already crying before mm-hmm. anything sad's even happened and yep. then the sad stuff starts to happen and I'm bawling and then the end when you have uh,
1: she's in the with the pictures yeah yeah it's not oh, even when god.
0: Jack dies I didn't no. even cry at that part it's when the old they show all the photos of uh, all the things she did without him
1: oh my full god full on weeping yes oh my god I know
0: uh, uh, let's see what else have I cried to I've cried to a lot of embarrassing shit. I recent it's not a movie.
1: In a joke, you always say Toy Story 3 is that real?
0: No, I never
1: <laughs> so that joke so the joke... Ah, you're alive I know
0: I say in the joke that I cried at Toy Story 3, I didn't cry at Toy Story 3. I thought it had a happy ending. They just, I don't remember Toy Andy Story leaves three leaves and they go with a different girl. I don't remember. It's it. fine. they're fine. Why is people crying? Um, I did cry I used to say Futurama. That's the realness. Yeah, I cried at. Uh, well, there's the, two episodes the dog? of Futurama. The dog episode, I cried during the dog. and then the brother episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Too real. Yeah, I love my brother. He's one of my favorite people ever, and I loved my dog. And I can't handle too emotional. Mm-hmm. Too emotional. Okay. Though that joke, the there's a joke where Bender steals. No, no, no one can say I don't have a poet spleen or something. Oh Such my a good God. joke. Um, I cried. This is oh god Let this is embarrassing out. i want to know the movie armageddon what when bruce willis is gonna <sighs> die oh instead god. of benny Affleck? <laughs> don't give me that face i cry it's intense i can't deal why i don't know it just gets me um that's like Fuck my top armageddon. three. Oh my god i
1: know the exact scene you're talking about too and then just picturing you ugly crying just like makes me sick to my stomach.
0: <laughs> um i am i know that i've cried like to tons of us here's the thing with me i cry at like weird shit like i'll be watching like a tv show i don't even watch regularly like a random episode mm-hmm. and there'll just be something with like a dad or a brother and it'll just get me and mm-hmm. i'll cry
1: that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. I but I that. don't ugly cry to that stuff. Those three I've ugly cried to. Yeah, you'll just have Titanic was the worst though. Oh, like, yeah. Because I was like body sobbing for like an hour yeah, and a half. Yeah, it hurts kind of. Yeah, yeah, where I like felt like I had just had a breakup. Yeah. Like that's how hard I was crying to yeah. Titanic. Same. What the fuck is my problem?
1: I also did that this year and i had to like and i made the mistake of watching it at work Mm. and i went to the bathroom and just ugly cried body shaking (laughs) like loud (laughs) yelp cries yeah and i was like for 30 minutes straight on the clock so i got paid to cry so that was cool Uh (laughs) i got paid to cry what is tyler wants to know Uh oh. what is your fondest memory of freaky Geeks since you've started
0: um my fondest memory our live show yeah For sure. Just when we both got out and everyone cheered for us and it was just like, oh, my God, you guys, what the fuck? We're assholes. Yeah. And Everyone (laughs) showed up and everyone was so kind and there were so many people I didn't expect to see. Mm -hmm. And I can't even name all of you. So I don't want to start naming some and forget others. We don't want to trigger other people. But like, oh, man, that was so cool. It felt so good. And it was a huge win for me. Because there were other shows that hadn't done so well at that festival. Mm-hmm. And our show just smashed it. Yeah. And and all the comics were so kind and funny. And you fucking killed it. You killed it. And you're not it. on stage all the time. Yeah, I'll fucking, I better. I get paid to do it. <laughs> you know? I'd be fucking, that'd be bad if I didn't. But you just came out and like absolutely slayed it. I, I just remember being like, "Holy shit, Noelle's fucking crushing it!" And she's in front of all these people, and she doesn't care.
1: Uh, of course not. I could be naked in front of a bunch of people and not care.
0: Mm-hmm. What
1: I took away most, like, of that was um, your ability to like get people. Like, this sounds really bad, but like, you would cut them off at the right moment and like effortlessly and perfectly like get them off stage to bring the next person on. Oh yeah, that was such a talent. Do you realize that?
0: my ability to be yeah to, to be you were mean. following <laughs> no.
1: you were following the story so well that you let it begin hit its arc and come down and stop it before there was ever any awkwardness or continuing on or sidetracking yeah it was insane that's like people don't know how to do that and you did it effortlessly
0: i don't know what that skill is i don't know what it is I either. i think it's just doing comedy a lot and just kind of like knowing w- uh knowing like Uh, just how to deal, you know, when you're on stage and just kind of like being aware. Um, That's just like, that's a skill that you learn from doing.
1: There's like a bunch of people who do it, but they do it in a way that you could feel the awkwardness kind of.
0: Yeah. And
1: yours was not
0: like that. I have a little bit of like a, like a commanding, I think sort maybe
1: of. that's what it is. I don't know. It was impressive. Nonetheless. Well, thank you. I
0: appreciate that. I don't know what it is, but I I do know that it's a real thing because I remember thinking specifically like make sure no one talks more than they need to. Yeah. So that we keep the show. Keep moving. it going. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Tyler also wants to know which do you prefer big butts or big boobs or a big wiener? And yes, a big wiener on your sex partner.
0: Uh, I do not like wieners. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I did. Yeah. I don't. Okay. You know, just more sex yeah, in general. Yeah, more
1: options. Yeah, yeah. Why have be limited to half when you can be whole?
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't even like like uh a girl trying to peg me. Not a fan. Okay. Um I like big butts.
1: And you cannot lie.
0: And I cannot lie. Are you lying? No.
1: Okay, good cuz you can't.
0: Other brothers are also <laughs> not denying. No, I straight up I do I like a big butt and I like small boobs.
1: That is also my favorite body type.
0: Like I'll straight up like A cups, please. Yeah. Oh, I'm I love into it. it. Yeah. My wife. Uh, luckily my wife has great boobs, she does even though have they're great a bit bigger. Boobs. But they're like uh everything's where it should be. Yeah, so it works she's out really well. Also, she's got an ass so fat that it's like the, it works. It's still proportional to what I want.
1: Yeah, she's like the definition of like a slim tiny hourglass. Yeah. You know? She's not like giant. And got like thickness. She's like a perfect little hourglass. I will
0: say I've earned that hourglass because when we were first together, both of us were potato bodied as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) We both got in shape together. Good for you. Yeah, yeah.
1: Good for you. Um, Ryan wants to know, what was your favorite TV show growing up?
0: My favorite TV show growing up? Probably a low, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes, good one. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's it. That's all you watch.
0: I mean, there's a ton. I mean, Ninja just Turtles, all of Nickelodeon, Dragon Ball Z. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched a lot of anime and stuff. Well, I had like a a friend who just like got us into anime. Uh, Batman the Animated Series was my all time favorite. Absolutely. I, as a kid, I watched it over and over and over again. I would rent it from the library Hell on yeah. tape.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: Batman the Animated Series by a huge margin. I even remember watching it as a kid and being like, I can't believe this is for kids because mm-hmm. there were like really adult themes. Yeah
1: i completely agree with that okay colby wants to know what game do you think got you into gaming the one that got you really hooked
0: the game that got me really hooked um was definitely heroes quest i don't even know what it is it's a game uh that at the time we played on like ms dos like floppy disks. Oh my God. That's how old, a, like that's how old wow. I am. So we played it. I
1: remember it, floppy disks, but never for gaming. It was a
0: point and click adventure game. Okay. And you, you like, you were this guy. Like you, Oregon Trail? no a little more complicated than that okay and um you it was kind of like the original skyrim like imagine if skyrim was on floppy disk okay. like that or like you you were a fighter a thief or a wizard and like there was a lot of text commands mm-hmm. so like you'd have to type what you think you want your character to do so it was really hard and uh there was like it just like um i don't know it was a role playing game and it just like absolutely annihilated me i would think about it constantly I would like draw maps, figure out where I thought I needed to go. It was a huge deal to me as a kid. I don't know if anyone else. How old were you when you were playing it? It's a it? deep cut. I don't know. Pretty fucking young.
1: Huh? How did you get your hands on it?
0: Um, I just had friends who had computers and stuff. Oh, okay. Also, my um my stepbrother Aaron had a computer, and when I would visit my dad, he had that game. And he had it on like three by five floppies. And then I don't remember what the size of the other, like bigger floppy disks are, mm-hmm. but he gave me those and I brought them home and played them on my computer at home.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: So shout out to Aaron for Hell yeah, helping it up. me get way into like more serious games that aren't Mario. Hell yeah. Mario.
1: Don't shit on Mario though. It's cool. No,
0: Mario's <laughs> fucking legit.
1: Okay. Tony wants to know what's the nerdiest moment of your life?
0: The nerdiest moment of my life.
1: Besides just now, when you're talking about a floppy disk game.
0: The nerdiest moment of my life was probably like going to the largest Warhammer tournament in the world. And staying in a hotel and volunteering and, like, sacrificing tons of time and money and effort just to watch other people play Warhammer.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. Yeah, it's it's real
0: nerdy. That was Um, right after the porn convention, right? That was right after the porn convention, yeah. Jesus, that's
1: too much Vegas.
0: Yeah, it was too much Vegas, but it was so much Warhammer. So that Um, made it okay for you? And I just loved it. Like, you don't know. Like, I spent a lot of that convention literally alone. Like I made friends, but a lot of it was just me by myself walking around helping people do things and just watching other people play warhammer
1: yeah i was gonna say your snapchat wasn't even that lively you were no too busy. i
0: was too busy watching warhammer that's literally like when you're doing the most nerdy thing you can do is play but then like just wanting to be there to watch and like geeking out over warhammer celebrities huge quotation marks around celebrities yeah these people that like um thomas Goatboy. he's like a painter that's really good and like I don't know how many people look up to him, but I was like, you're a great painter and I fucking love you. Like, oh I remember meeting him and being like, yes, that was rad. And oh like, it was like me meeting Brad Pitt, oh you know, God. but it wasn't Brad Pitt. It was a guy who was weighing a Warhammer.
1: Okay. Not trying to be shamey, but how fat was he? <laughs> He's not. No. He was
0: thin? No, he wasn't thin. He works <laughs> <well>? <laughs> He's a normal size, handsome man. He's great. Okay. He's a new father. If he listens to the podcast and he might, Thomas... Your art style fucking blows my mind. I love you. That's adorable. Yeah, but I seriously like, yeah, putting all that effort into just everything and being so excited. Oh, I absolutely agree. That's so So impossibly excited about it.
1: Yeah. It's borderline cringy how nerdy it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got a tough one for you.
0: Yeah. Also, shout out to Bjorn. He's the trip champion of that trip. Bjorn, my friend Bjorn. Bjorn. Bjorn he Bjorn. listens and he's fucking awesome. Such a fun name, Bjorn. Yeah, yeah. He has a great name.
1: Ryan wants to give you this one. You Uh-oh. ready? Mm-hmm. train a traveling 70 miles per hour mph leaves westford heading towards eastford 260 miles away at the same time train b traveling 60 miles per hour leaves eastford heading towards westford when do the two trains meet and how far from each city did they meet
0: uh they meet i don't know that's math fuck math (laughs) do you not
1: remember those word problems
0: i remember the word problems i also remember cheating on them yeah, i fair. was too busy trying to dip my dick into people's soda i don't remember <laughs> school
1: those were the worst word problems ever i want, still deal with those do you want
0: the realness people are like oh shane you're smart blah 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 uh, uh i don't know how to do long division you're an idiot savant what the fuck are you people talking about i'm a moron you don't know long division i don't know how to do long division I do not know the mathematical equation like I don't I, I know like the concept of long division but if you were like show me your work I couldn't what yeah long
1: division is not hard
0: well it's coming I, from
1: someone who failed college algebra three times
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh my
1: god okay here's a here Ryan's got a good one Ryan Gein um would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses
0: Oh man Uh, 100 duck sized horses That's what I also thought Yeah you just kick those little shit heads That's exactly
1: what I thought And I was like They don't have a beak So you can just
0: Yeah it's just like cats That can't stretch you Like horses bite But like a duck sized horse You about to Get kicked. Yeah, there's son.
1: nothing really threatening about that. Okay. You know
0: what would be cool is if you tied two duck shaped horses to your feet and then they were like horse skates. Oh, that would be cool. And then fun. the horses ran and you were on there. That would be
1: pretty cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you
1: fought one, uh, one horse-sized duck you would be like your own uh little family guy
0: can you imagine how scary that would be to see a duck that large i don't like emus they're pretty big but they don't have beaks
1: yeah a duck that big would fuck me up i've i saw that chicken the giant the giant chicken yeah and that fucked me up i was like i don't know if i could live on this world anymore knowing that's here too <laughs> that shit fucked me up okay tyler wants to know what's one song that describes you
0: one song that describes me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, I sh- should give you like a douchey answer. It's gonna be
1: like any any Creed song. <laughs> no.
0: Any Creed song. You know, I, I unironically enjoy some Creed. Shut up. I do. Take it back. I do. Of some podcast. of it's catchy. It was famous because it was catchy. <sighs> Fucking Jesus. I, let's goodness. see. I even like a, a couple Nickelback songs. Get fucked, everybody. Don't fuck yourself. They're popular because be they're trash. catchy. They're, they're popular because they're garbage. They're catchy. Garbage. Some of them are catchy garbage okay um so let's see everyone's hating so hard all the time yeah 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 uh a song that describes
1: me or my guess what's your favorite song if you can't get that emotional to a song oh
0: my favorite song is embarrassing say it i listen to it every day say it catalyst by lincoln park whoa yeah is that weird yeah isn't that random though it's so fucking weird but Why i've lincoln park Why? i personally What's... i do like lincoln park a lot they're just like one of those holdover bands that never got bad for me but that song i don't know what it is i've been listening to it like not a joke every day since like 2008 Jesus. and every time it comes on i'm like
1: yeah this is oh my shit my it's like a, a weird thing i would never expect that
0: yeah ever yeah i don't know
1: you got any lincoln park tattoos
0: no I have a Misfits tattoo. You I have an AFI should. tattoo. I, I haven't listened to AFI for like three months. I'm wow. slipping. Wow. Um going
1: to have to peel that off because you're a fucking poser. <laughs> <laughs> fucking poser. Uh, a
0: song that describes me. I don't know. Another um, like all of Metallica. I'm a huge Metallica fan. Yeah. Of Wolf and Man is pretty good.
1: Okay. Is that is that it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. That's The, the thing that should to? not be it's also never mind <laughs> continue
1: um zach wants to know did you ever find yourself attracted to bugs bunny when he was dressed as a girl bunny yeah yeah I figured
0: babs bunny's
1: hot yeah
0: bugs bunny's fictional so when he's drawn as a woman that is a woman rabbit <laughs> yeah might as well be <laughs> oh yeah i definitely i remember being a kid and being like oh babs is hot
1: <laughs> i feel like you've said it before on the podcast i have
0: for sure you were
1: specifically you were talking about a space jam
0: yeah yeah she's hot i i've the Is other day lola yeah yeah, or yeah i think that's lola and then so the other day someone was like hey it's the goofy 20th anniversary of goofy movie and i was like 20th anniversary fucking roxanne still a babe <laughs>
1: I forgot about
0: her. Yeah, dude. I was legit into her. I used to write her name in my notebook. Oh, my God. Like She's a dog person. And I was like, I will fuck her doggy style. Those I don't are my care. two favorite things. So. Yeah, for <laughs> real.
1: Oh, God damn it. Um, okay, Vinny gets a little weird with this one. Would you rather be stabbed or shot? What? Yeah, I guess. What? <laughs> shot? Yeah. What, Both? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um,
0: that's like Deep cut stuff. I would rather be stabbed,
1: really. I feel like that would hurt more.
0: The pain is not the concern the dying is the concern.
1: if you're okay if you're gonna I guess he didn't specify to survive where or death Because if i it's like if you're gonna choose one to die by, I would choose being shot to death because I need to assume it'd be like in the head or something
0: with a high weapon. yeah, sure if I'm dying, I'll get shot.
1: But if you're trying to live stepped.
0: No way, do I do I would just commit seppuku if that's how I have to die. Is
1: that with the knives on a blade or sword or whatever? Yeah,
0: yeah. That's what um that's a Japanese honor killing, honor suicide, where you cut you, you, you yourself.
1: Mm.
0: so as to prove you're not afraid of pain. Yeah, I'm afraid of that. Okay.
1: okay. Here's a nice one. Well, it's not nice. What have been the biggest ups and downs so far doing comedy? We kinda know.
0: Yeah, the bone crushing, uh, the constant humiliation, the hundreds and hundreds of hours of work and time spent thinking about it or going to shows or being on shows without being paid, Mm -hmm. the thousands of dollars invested in yourself, the putting yourself out there for people who are indifferent to you. That's -hmm. all the bad stuff and all the good stuff is the exact opposite when work pays off when people value you mm-hmm. monetarily or emotionally, when people tell you that you've changed them or helped them get through something or all those things make the negatives worth it. But like the negatives are insane, which is why there aren't very many people doing comedy. Yeah. It's very the, hot and the, cold. The barrier to entry is already huge as far as like skill and work. But then the co- the, the like actual emotional cost of doing that type of art and it's not like guitar. Or painting, where you can Mm -hmm. practice. To practice, you have to humiliate yourself. Yeah, you have the only way to practice is in front of people, and the only way to get better is to be bad. Mm -hmm. So you have to be willing to like put yourself through serious turmoil.
1: Yeah, and scrutiny and judgment,
0: and while maintaining self awareness.
1: Yeah, that's a big thing. People
0: can do it, but they don't have the self awareness to go along with it.
1: People don't have self awareness for fucking anything. Yeah, true
0: yeah there's so many uh yeah comedy's rough and then on top of that i've made it this far still might not work out true you have to think about that constantly you know so that's another thing mm-hmm. where you're just like all this work and it may not work out you mm. could do everything right and people just might not care yeah so it's tough that is rough yeah yeah
1: i'll end on a better one because that one was pretty uh, emotional
0: <laughs>
1: who's your favorite youtuber
0: my favorite YouTuber, ooh, it's a tie between, it's a three-way tie between who? Between uh, Gorilla Miniatures Games, Ash Barker, who's a guy who does like, who plays Warhammer. I was
1: gonna say that's clearly nothing I'm interested
0: in. I love him so much. There's no fucking possible way he knows I exist, but I love him anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, IDubs. I love IDubs. IDubs is one of my favorite uh, YouTubers by he like massive margin. He's amazing. Um, and then. Ethan Klein and Hila Klein from H3H3. H three
1: H three is becoming a pretty close second. Yeah, for yeah. Me as H3H3
0: well. is awesome. Yeah. He's less mean.
1: Yeah, I think uh maybe you you would agree. Do you watch iDubbbz because it's like the most it's um ironic in that it's very not PC, but you know behind the scenes that he's a very
0: kind person yeah exactly also that a lot of his stuff is like clearly a joke yeah clearly self aware yeah. and that he's not being pc because it's like has more to do with free speech and the absurdity of how we treat things and like mm-hmm. it's a commentary on life yeah and not like him being like hoo, oh, oh, i did the thing because mm-hmm. he's often funny without needing to be shocking yeah yeah he's great i love i is harsher mm-hmm. for sure and there's so many inside jokes in i stuff at this point that like you have to go through his catalog to even yeah. understand some Every of the things he does. everything oh so funny it's good it's good shit yeah yeah i also like that he destroys shitty people
1: oh my i like that he destroys shit in general yeah <laughs> when he did, de- what is it, content cop? Yeah. Oh con- fuck.
0: Yeah, a content cop fuck. fucks me up with
1: the with the girl with the girl Tana who said Mangu? that. Yeah, Tana Mangu. Oh man, when he just fucking laid her out to fucking dry yeah, that yeah. shit that shit got me wet i was like hell yeah he's what (laughs) hell yeah i just when you when you
0: heard you use that term i
1: always use it but i try not to use it around you
0: Um, (laughs) why are you afraid i'll think about your vagina (laughs) no
1: i don't want you to puke in front of me (laughs) Um, just the fact when someone gets like fucking their card pulled so hard with that much information and Mm. just valid proof that they're a fucking liar i'm just like oh yeah (laughs) just like fuels me yeah oh man it's so fucking good um anything else you want to say that you feel like you want to
0: i don't know you're the worst for making me watch the crow
1: (laughs) yeah what are
0: we we're not too far yeah um i don't know uh i don't know thanks for doing this i suppose yeah you're welcome (laughs) 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 oh my god
1: oh my favorite
0: app um i I think it's amazing that everyone kept this secret for me Yeah, that you asked questions and that no one like leaked it or like was even suspicious.
1: It's because I blocked you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to say. You didn't ask me if I what my favorite part of working with you was. Because I don't want to know.
1: No, I guess I guess that, that was an accidental air horn. I guess answer that one. You're so awkward now. I don't want, yeah, I'm afraid. What is your favorite part of working with me?
0: You're funny. No. Yeah, you're a good time. Uh, did
1: you not read my recent Facebook post? No. What was it? You I don't know. <laughs> <asshole.
0: laughs> like I'm like, you're my friend. I like you. Wait, what? You wrote something on Facebook?
1: Yeah, I wrote about how, um,
0: You were talking about how people ruin jokes—the Microbiglia thing. Yes. Okay, I did read that. Yes. Yeah, people do ruin ruin jokes.
1: Yeah, because funny people aren't funny, and and um, funny
0: people aren't funny. Mm -hmm. What?
1: Funny people aren't funny, and like, they try to be. They try to say things. Oh, you mean
0: people who perceive themselves as funny? Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. And I am self-aware enough to know that I am not funny or a comedian. I am
0: witty. You don't try to. You're not trying to be funny. You're trying to have a good time. Yes, that's the key to being funny. Some people sure. don't know how to. They 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 aren't willing to accept that their best version of themselves isn't a person who makes others laugh really hard all mm-hmm. the time. Uh, and so that they they like reach farther than they need to. You don't ever reach. You're not like funny all the time. And you smell like talkie farts yeah, a lot. I know. But, like, <laughs> you're, <laughs> um, but you're awesome. And uh, yeah, I don't know. You're funny. Fucking who, would, cool. who, would,
1: who would be my replacement? Mac?
0: Ugh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's going to cry and yell at
0: you. No, Mac wouldn't be your replacement. You're the reason the podcast is good.
1: No, fuck off. You dickhead. Without
0: you, the podcast does not continue.
1: Of course it does.
0: No, not real.
1: Fuck off it totally would it would just be
0: different it would just be more
1: of a comedy it would podcast. not be as good
0: it wouldn't be as weird you're completely integral without you the podcast doesn't exist i'm i'm like not saying that you the podcast could do without me but like you are clearly a very much 50 percent of the podcast and i think that all the time i'm very thankful for you
1: well thanks i'm thankful for you yeah we wouldn't be funny i th- we wouldn't be funny without each other okay fair that's it that's fine
0: i think we gel we're having a real gay moment i right know i now. hate it i hate <laughs> being nice to you like that let
1: me, lay, let me just end it like this that feels better
0: now <laughs> <laughs> you're awesome noelle you're one of my best friends just deal with it you're um, awesome
1: thanks for doing this i didn't want to get too deep but i feel like we talked about some real stuff some yeah stuff no it was it. good yeah
0: I'm glad we didn't. Ha- I mean, uh, my crow notes are gonna come.
1: In. <laughs> well, now we gotta do the crow next month. But <laughs> do you
0: wanna know something real? Is I was like trying not to. I was like, don't talk too much during this movie because you're gonna be making this noise later, and you gotta save your voice. So, like the crow. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, get ready to make the crow noise a lot because that's gonna be funny. And then I didn't have to crow <laughs> noise. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, you're fucking ridiculous. Um, that's it. I I suppose you guys listened to an episode where I talked about myself for like an hour and a half. Yeah, it was cool. Fucking gross. Cool. Fucking gross. All right. Cool. Thank you so much, everyone. I guess that's the episode. Noel, Would you like to add anything?
1: Hail Satan.
0: Hail Satan, everybody.